Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve is in New York. Ooh. DJ Rock Lobster's in the house. Plump, plump. Deval in the house. Mm. Mm. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, good. I didn't know. So I had a weird mute button. I don't know. Sometimes when it's on mute, it's like the early days of a Zoom call. There's, it shows a blue light if it's not on mute. It shows a blinking blue light if it is on mute. Yeah, I remember the day one of me putting that on mute, and then you and Don text me like, we can hear your dumb music in the background. I'm like, oh, I thought yeah. I muted here. Yeah, uh-uh, <laughs> he ain't muted nowhere. Um, well, I'm glad that I got back up. What did I miss, by the way, in the 10 o'clock hour? Oh, let's see. You missed some people who are one award, one Oscar away from EGOT. You oh. missed Rocco's review of Spider-Man and some Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the French <geez>. Dispatch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I saw Spider-Man. You still haven't seen it, Steve, or you have? Still haven't seen the latest one. No, I'm one movie behind. And all I'll say to you, and I think you probably already know this, is that if you need to watch about eight movies to be ready for this. Like, no. it's not just Homecoming and Far From Home. You need to sort of watch Doctor Strange and Endgame no, and the, uh, Andrew Garfield oh, yeah. Spider-Man and the other guy Spider-Man. What was the other guy's name? Toby McGuire. A little bit of WandaVision? Do you need to watch no, WandaVision? No, Wanda, no WandaVision no, okay. needed. But seriously, all, all those right. movies come into play. That's all I'm going to say. That's, see, now that's what's really impressive about what Marvel can do, is their ability to weave layered storylines together and they usually do a pretty good job of it for my money anyway all right i'll add it to the uh add it to the list so i just came back upstairs um here in new york at the live with kelly and ryan building so we i w- went downstairs got a little makeup touch up and then i was waiting so um they were doing some stuff in preparation for their valentine's day show which is going to be airing of course on valentine's day day after the super bowl and uh it was it was quite, it was quite nice. In fact, you know who I just brushed shoulders with backstage? David Muir. George Stephanopoulos. George Stephanopoulos. And his wife, Allie Wentworth. Oh. Now George and I made eye contact, and you know, palpable, right? The energy, the mutual respect was oozing. I would say. <laughs> um, I don't think Allie even noticed that I was there. You know, we, sometimes you turn, and someone's just you're in the wrong spot. They were getting unmiked. They had just done some fun stuff out there, and uh, and I was on my way out there. Uh, but yeah, all these. I thought, boy, look at the power—the ABC News power. 
that I nearly bumped into. And I don't know, sometimes when you have two guys who respect each other that much, like G. Steph and I do, mm-hmm. sometimes that turns into a brawl. Not at, not out of hatred at all. It's, not, it's again, rooted in respect. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, Steve. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it was nice to see him. I'd never seen him before. And then they, uh, they took me out there to do my thing. So first and foremost, Steve, you're going to stand here. We'll introduce you. We send our friend Steve Patterson out to talk about love. And I want you to know, you will be proud of me. There was a big time heart situation. Now, the heart sign was yeah. what we had predetermined with Don and Donna a couple of days ago that would be my sign to the Donna and Steve show and the My Talk Faithful. It would be the heart sign. So, and when Don suggested that, I didn't even realize, oh, this is going to air on Valentine's Day. So it'll work perfectly. It won't even look weird. Like, why is he doing a heart sign? I don't even know. So I go over. Okay. I do hearts towards Seacrest, who gives me fist bump. And I think I, at that point, say, are we doing a heart thing? So I really lean into the heart thing for us, okay? Thank you. I love you. And I did it. And then Kelly and I, we did some fist bump, talked about the heart again. Seacrest immediately starts by talking about the fit of my jacket and the fact that I've been working out. Donna, I'll hang up and listen. What do you expect me to do with that? Do what you need to do with it to massage your ego. He said, I see that you're wearing tighter jackets since you started working out. (laughs) And I wore a sweater underneath. And a sweater adds a bit of thickness, you know, sort of a false bravado. And so, um, so yeah, it was it was a little taut. And then we were talking about Minnesota and Minnesota weather and all that. But then here was here's the bummer. Um, I have found most every time that I've talked with Kelly and Ryan, we have a um, usually there's like a beat. All right, we're gonna talk about this, then this, then this, and then I go out there, and they're both just free wheeling, having a good time. I like that style. And then we don't get to the things that we prepared, so we don't talk about. Gee, that sounds familiar. We don't talk about radio before we go to the story. And we're talking about all these other things. And I'm like, oh, crud, are we not going to talk about it? But, you know, you got to play your cards right. Sure. right? you got to just be appreciative of the platform. Then on the way back, we, we watch the story that I shoot. And, uh, and then Secret says, hey, don't forget, you can listen to um, Steve on the Donna and Steve show, which is available to download as a podcast. And then Kelly, being the pro that she is, then says, and you're doing that show Right upstairs, right now, aren't you? And then we made a little joke about squatting right. in some guy's office and the whole it. thing. Fantastic. So we, now, Julia sent me a note. Julia Cobbs. And she said, hey, I know you're busy, but could you please ask Kelly a question for me? Oh, my gosh. What is it? I think it was, when is... Clearly, you didn't ask pa- it. <laughs> Paradise Valley or something like that. The, the, the TV spinoff to um, All My Children. When is that going to happen? I didn't know enough about what Julia, Julia was sending me to know if this was a setup question, a prank question, a genuine question, a joke question. And so I just had to fully abort mission. And Team Loge will be upset. But I had to make that judgment call, Donna. I think you did the right thing. It could right? have been a setup. Could have been a setup. It could have totally been a setup. It was like when I spoke with Albert Brooks, the acclaimed Academy Award-winning Oscar, <laughs> and a guy beside me said, ask him about his, da- his dad, Mel, Mel Brooks. And I did. And that's not his dad, everyone. <laughs> you have and to always is... do your own research. 
I know, but it was he was coming up. He was right there. And it's then I did. And the guy was like, oh, my gosh. I didn't know that you would really ask that. Steve, Sorry, you're doing great. You're doing great. It's fine. You really are. Well, I'll wrap up the show here, and then I'll get in a flight, and I'll be back in Minnesota uh, tonight. Great. Are you going to do anything Isn't else in New York? Are you going to... No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right from here, right to the uh, right to the airport. I'll get to the airport a little early. I have a 3:45 flight, something like that. Um, and so I'll leave here right afterward, and then go to the airport, eat some lunch, sleep on the flight back. I hope, and then I'm home. Okay, it's just like any other time. You want to hang around for another three segments? Uh, yeah, okay, I can do great. that. Great. Yeah. Um, um, what do we want to talk about? Well, we've got a lot of stuff. We've got uh, the Oscar nominations came out today. Also, um, there is a new movie out uh, that is being made by a Adam Sandler super fan. This guy oh. missed an opportunity to have a drink with Adam Sandler many years ago, oh. and now he wants to make good on that. He wants to try and track down Adam Sandler. It is a documentary. We could listen to a little bit of the trailer. All coming up next on My Talk 1071. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon, definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated, and that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability. Peer pressure, I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Donna Donna Valentine I, I just saw something shiny and blanked out it's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson he's in New York DJ Rock Lobster's wow, here too so calm. Donna I did that I know Steve I just, Patterson I like that I like it's we say our first name quick and then stretch it out it's Donna I, I know I know Donna Valentine I love it to be with you guys. Hey, thanks, man. Oscar nominations came out today. Uh, one of the things that I even heard somebody talking about downstairs here was Lady Gaga getting snubbed mm-hmm. for her role in House of Gucci. Yeah, what she I brought really because she went full tilt. She went method. She went all in mm-hmm. on that role. And it's not and just like that. Her fans are complaining. She basically got nominated in like four other award shows yeah. that are precursors to the Oscars. So everybody's like, "Oh, well, yeah." If she got in on those four, like the BAFTA and the Golden Globes and this and that, she's in for sure. And then she wasn't. None of us have You're, seen House of Gucci, right? Not yet. Where right. is it uh, streaming? No. Google yet? that. No. Yeah. I'll put it on the list. That's one of those that people either love or hate, right? They think some of the accents are terrible. Yes. Sure. Yeah, accent movies are tough because it's very easy to to break the suspension of disbelief. Here's here's who was nominated in the Best Actress category, of which Lady Gaga was not. Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, and then Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Look, if you um, if you put Gaga in, you got to kick somebody out. Well, yeah, exactly. Maybe she just wasn't as good as they were. I don't know why. This is I'm totally making this up, but 
I have a feeling that Lady Gaga cares about this. Like, I bet she's pretty disappointed today. You know how a lot of actors say, you can't think about the awards. You just got to do the work. And if it results in an award, so be it. But a surefire way to not get an award is to try to get an award. Lady Gaga, when she was at the Oscars a couple years ago for A Star Is Born, she, it was, her performance was so powerful, I think she felt the inclusion, the acceptance from Hollywood that she had gone away from being sort of this, you know, shocking star on the red carpet and then over-the-top unbelievable musical performances to, wow, this isn't a stunt. You're a great actor. And now she was probably, I bet that's intoxicating, and then a couple years go by, you land another big, meaty role, and you're thinking, I'm going to fully transform. If they thought that was good, wait until they see this. And then to not hear your name called as a nominee this morning, I just have a feeling this stings Lady Gaga. I'm sure it does. And she's like, she's a sensitive girl, you know. But she doesn't, she still has a long way to go. Like, she'll get there. But there are other people who've been at this game for a long time who are still Mm. putting out such great work that I'm not super surprised by this. She's had a few roles here and there. We've talked a lot about uh, Best Actor and Best Actress. Let's go to the supporting. Best Supporting Actress, you've got uh, Jessie Buckley in The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose from West Side Story. There you go, another one for West Side Story. Uh, Judy Dench, the dame for Belfast. Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. And then, mm, let me give it a shot. Ingenue, okay. Ingenue Ellis. I like it. For King Richard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, best Supporting Actor, you've got uh, Kirian Hins for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, mm. J.K. Simmons nominated again for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Okay, I'm going to have to catch up on some of these movies. Well, should we tell Steve what we planned on doing tonight? Uh, yeah, oh, what, you tell him. I think we're going to get, we're going to dog it tonight. We're all going to watch The Power of the Dog. Well, you're in New York City. He's going to be at Studio 54. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure. No, he's leaving right away. He's like Carly Simon. Of all people, that's who you picked. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's leaving. You could watch it on your phone, on the plane. Power of the Dog. Oh, really? You could download it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So just I'll look into that, guys. Okay. Okay, great. A lot of people are saying that uh, Belfast... Judy Dench was nominated, but that the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Best performance in that movie is by a woman who I will butcher her name. Catriona Balfe. Oh, love her work. Mm. She's an outlander. But a lot of people are saying that's another big snub. That, Gaga, Jennifer Hudson. I mean, guys, there's only so Spider-Man. many spots available, right? It, I just think You're it's right, interesting Donna. that they call it a snub. I don't think it's intentional. It's just that more people voted for the others. Yeah. It is weird. Best you know? animated feature category. Who, what's up? You go ahead, Rocco. Sing too? You Finish your thought well, there before you I go know, into the best animated. You know, I was just going to get deep and say, why do we even need to ascribe, ascribe a winner or loser to art? You know, I've been mm. kind of going through this this week because I was listening to a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and who's in and who's not and blah, blah, blah. And really, what in the big picture? Who cares? Who cares, man? Thanks, man. I'm with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, it's... Me, you're my like, brother from the Yeah, you guys brother. sound... Super edible right now. Okay. Um, Donna, it's easy for you to say because you have already won a CMA. Rocco was nominated for some like production indie award. I have a James Beard award. Well, we have a we have a Marconi. Yeah, we do. Thank Mm. you. And can you really say there's a winner or loser in radio? Yes. (laughs) Sure can. Yeah. Um, um, best animated feature. Let me just quickly say this for okay. the uh, the folks who have watched a lot of family movies this year with your littles: Encanto, Flea, mm-hmm. Luca, The Mitchells versus the Machines. That was a fun one. And uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which I really like that one as well. Encanto though has that song "We Don't Talk About Bruno," which is all the rage Which right is now. not nominated. I have the uh, reason why. If wow. you know. Oh, what's the not reason? Not nominated? The song that no. was nominated is uh, Spanish for Two Caterpillars. I forget the name right now. It's oh, uh, that's Dos, Dos Oroguitas. Yes. And they said, Lynn said that um, when you nominate a song, you want it to be the song that sort of encompasses what the feeling of the movie is. Oh, okay. And that movie, that song tells the story of the protagonist where the other one is sort of just a fun, uh, yeah. it's almost a no, So he song. didn't even submit it then for right. Academy consideration. Aha. Yes. Hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, coming up at 11.45, I will uh, tell you about that Adam Sandler super fan documentary. But right now, let's play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. Bet on me or bet on Steve. If you guess right, you win a prize. We're doing it at 11.30, but we could use a caller for the pop culture knowledge college thingy that we usually do at 10.30. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it, it better I, yeah, thank myself. You. Thank you, everybody. It's, I just do it every day. I don't even know what it's called. Here we go. Time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are, and um, 
We're still waiting on that caller. Maybe we'll do a Guten Tag when that phone rings. But uh, I went and saw a movie last night. Do you remember when this movie first came out at Cannes? It's called The French Dispatch. There was kind of that famous um, uh, meme. In fact, let's do a little um, Guten Tag right here. Right. Okay, here we now. go. Guten Tag. Well, hey, Guten Tag. Hi, you're on with Donna and Steve. Who's this? Hi, this is Linda. Hey, Linda. How are oh, you? Oh, boy, Linda, you sound like a punch bowl full of pleasant. Uh, what's on your agenda after this game today? I am going to walk with a friend. It's going to be over 30 degrees, so that's our threshold. I think 41 that's is it. actually the high for today. That's amazing. Yeah. You go, girl. Yeah. Okay, so... So, what I was saying was when the French Dispatch first came out at Cannes, they kind of published a photo of Timothy Chalamet, Wes Anderson, Tilda Swinton, and Bill Murray. And it was kind of one of those memes. It's like, which one are you? You know, Tilda Swinton was mm-hmm. looking all sharp, and Bill Murray was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And I don't know. you remember that at all? Nope. Anyways. Yep. <laughs> when I went to see this movie last night, I was expecting to see those people. I was shocked that there were a lot of famous people in this movie, people that have won Oscars. So mm. you don't even need to have seen The French Dispatch, because okay. I assume you haven't. But I'm going to quiz you on some of the Oscar winners who were in the movie based on, you know, the things that they won Oscars for. I love it. So this is great. I want to know... Uh, Linda, right? Linda. Who do you think Linda. knows more about Oscar winners that are in the movie The French Dispatch, Donna or Steve? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Steve on this one. Okay. Oh, you're by boo, mm-hmm. Linda. Bye bye bye. Oh my gosh, this is great. Well, I'm gonna do my best for you. Um, and I'm coming to you live from New York right now, Linda. I know, so I've, I've got listening. Big Apple vibes. Have you been to New York City before? Oh, I have. Love it. Oh my gosh, I'll bring you home a hot dog. <laughs> Do it. Okay. And um, uh, you going to go to Cookie Puss? So what's that place called again? Oh, Carvel's. yeah, the Carvel place. That's right. Oh, darn, no. no darn yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's start with this guy. He might be best known for his roles in The Usual Suspects and Showtime's Escape from Danamara, but he won a Best Supporting Actor in 2001 for Traffic. Name this guy who's in The French Dispatch. Chas Palminteri? Uh, one of her three Best Actress Oscar wins was for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm, oh, yeah, Francis McDormand. And at age 29 in 2002, he became the youngest Best Oscar winner for The Pianist, and then he kissed Halle Berry. Yes, this is... Uh... Oh, man. Uh, okay, what's that guy's name? Dark Hair. Sharp features in the <laughs> yes. pianist. It's like an A name. Mm, um, oh gosh, I need I need help here. Oh, it's uh, oh it's gonna. I mean, I know this guy. Oh, crap, Linda. I know it. It's Adrian Brody. Ooh, yes, Adrian Brody. You are so right. I think Francis McDormand is right. Let's go back to that first yeah. question, Rocco. Could so you please reset? That question is: He might be best known for his roles. Uh, in uh, The Usual Suspects and Showtime's Escape at Danamora. But name this Best Supporting Actor winner from 2001's Traffic. Traffic's a great movie. It's Benicio Del Toro. 
Benicio del Toro. Wow. Linda, you are a rock star. Love you. We're <laughs> friends. Let's bring Donna back in. Okay, Donna. Uh, wave Donna Linda, over. Come on, Donna. All right, she's making her way back. Hi. Donna. Whack. Good luck, my friend. Is good it hard? Luck. Okay, here we go. You well, need a Linda on your team. Linda was great. Linda really helped me. Okay, I'm going to name some uh, Oscar winners that were in the movie I saw last night. Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. Okay. We'll start with this guy. He might be best known for his roles in The Usual Suspects and Showtime's Escape at Danamora. He won a Best Supporting Actor in 2001 for Traffic. Um, that's uh, Del Toro. Uh, but what's his face? Del Toro. One of her three Best Actress Oscar wins was for three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yes, that is uh, Francis McDormand. And at age 29 in 2002, he became the youngest Best Oscar winner for The Pianist. He then kissed Halle Berry. Oh, that's uh, Adrian Brody. Oh my gosh! Uh, and Benicio wow. del Toro is number one. We would have even taken. I think a last name is okay. It's like Jeopardy rules. Okay. Rules. Wow. Well, that is three. Yeah. When I played college ball, last names are are just fine. And then if I want, mm. if you said, oh, yeah. if you were to say Roosevelt, and I needed to know if it's Teddy, I'd know. I'd say, could you be? More specific. Specific. Okay, thank you. Yeah, there you go. Did we tie? We did tie. It's been a while since we Woo. had a tie break wow. Um This next guy, yeah, this next guy is not an Oscar winner, but he's an icon. What guy associated with this song is in the French Dispatch? Monday, happy days. Donna. Donna. Ron Howard. No. Steve. Yes. Henry Winkler. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. Linda. Man. Linda deserves that t shirt. She earned it. Yay. Way to go, Linda. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. So did you where did Steve choke? On which ones? <laughs> uh Benicio del Torrio, I said Chaz Palmentary. And uh I could not come up with the name Adrian Brody. It was right on the tip of my tongue. Did it's you get true. the second one? Yeah. Yeah, he said something like he was very, he has angular features. It starts with an A. That's very mm-hmm. Donna way to answer that. <laughs> you know, he's married yeah, to yeah. What's Her Face with the Thing from the yeah, movie. Yeah, you know. yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, Linda wins. Way to go, girl. Way to go, Linda. Thank you. Enjoy, you enjoy your enjoy walk. Your yeah. All and right. Walk. Thanks, you guys. Have okay, a good day. Hang, hang on the line. Bye. Cool. All right. All right. Steve, that was, that was hard. See, I hate when I like. I do so well, and I still lose. It's really troubling. So what? What? What are you learning in the midst of that? Right? What, that I am a think? loser. I lose, okay. even though I put the effort no in and I do well. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what I hate about sports. You can sometimes you put. It doesn't matter. The record is going to show the loss, not how hard you played, and that you, hurts my heart. Boy, you would make a terrible coach um, in a <laughs> locker room after a loss. You know, everybody's out there saying, you guys, you gave it your best effort. You learned new things about yourself. You were able to push yourself to that limit. Sometimes we can't fully control the outcome. What we can always control is the energy and the commitment that we put into this. And I'm proud of you guys for what you did. You would not say that to them. You would say, guys, seriously, this sucks because we did the right things and we still lost. <sighs> But it's true. The record books are not going to say, oh, man, and they had a comeback on this game and they were so great. It's just going to say loss, 
one, in my case, like 21. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you play the game. It's whether when you win or lose. Your... <laughs> <laughs> when is your next uh, appointment with hopefully a therapist booked for, do you think? Whatever. Soon? I've got everything under control. Thank <laughs> you. Can I tell you about this Adam Sandler movie now? It, I'm intrigued by this. Okay, it kind of gives me secondhand embarrassment. I kind of hate it. It is called Finding Sandler. And it's okay. So there's this young filmmaker. His name is David Seth Cohen. And he goes on a quest to recapture what could have been. I think he worked on Big Daddy or something like that. And at some point, Adam Sandler invited people out for a drink. This guy declined. Now he realizes I should have said yes. And now he's on a quest to find Adam Sandler. And he's got all these people rooting for him. Other celebrities going, come on, Adam, have a drink with this guy. Mm. I kind of am embarrassed. Thank you. Well, it depends on how it's handled. It depends on how he goes about it in the documentary. Because face value, that concept is interesting. Yep. You know, and if not, I don't know if it results in a drink. I suppose you have to watch the documentary to find out if the closing scene is Sandler walking into a bar and then Don't Stop Believing starts to play. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but it's an interesting concept. You want to hear a little bit of the trailer? uh, Yeah, I would. uh, You screened it, right, DJ Rock Lobster? Okay, then. All right. Sandler from the top, take one. What would you do if you were invited to have a drink with your hero? Turn on a drink with Adam, the Adam Sandler? Yeah, the Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. My name is David Seth Cohen. Everyone has a moment in their life where they wish they could hit the rewind button to go back and do things differently. I love David. I've always liked him. He's a maniac, man. He's Those are friends, co-workers. Like, Damn. Remember that Adam Sandler story that I told you about? Well, I had a dream that I had a chance to see him again, and I want to make a movie. We're going to go to California, and I'm going to try and find Adam and have the drink I passed up in 1998. Good idea. Could have been finding anybody, but Adam Sandler. That's A+. Plus. You think I have a chance? No. How do you think Adam's going to take it? I think he'll think he's some crazy stalker. So you think I should try and talk to him again? Absolutely not. No <laughs> way. Mm-hmm. I'll give it our best shot. That's all he can do. Adam, please give David a second chance! I said, you know what, David? This was what you were put on Earth to do. I'm looking for Adam Sandler. Can you help, can you help me find Adam Sandler? That beat is just scary. <laughs> okay, so you get the idea. He's just... Going all over the place, talking to celebrities, talking to normal people. He had a bunch of kids, you know, probably on some team yell out for him. Then at some point he approaches Adam Sandler in a limousine and it's kind of embarrassing. So what was, uh, he was supposed to have a drink with him? How did that get botched? Like Sandler was doing a movie that he was working on and then invited people over and said, hey, you guys want to come have a drink at my New York City apartment? He apparently said no, wanting, he was like, I'm on the clock still. His work ethic was winning out. And in hindsight, he looks back and thought, I I just should have gone. Just have a drink. It's an experience. One and done. You have the experience. Then he had a vivid dream about it Mm -hmm. eight years later in 2006. And they say has spent the better part of the last 15 years trying to figure out a way that he could rewrite 
that story and right the wrong and get Adam Sandler to agree. So I think I'm intrigued. I, if this if this is 45 minutes, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, a good yeah. spot. I'm sure it's going to be a 95 minute thing, too long, but it's a cool concept. Yeah, I mean on paper, yeah. Uh-huh. Awkward in real life, no doubt about it. Exactly. You have a very low threshold, Donna, for I do. I, I'm just like secondhand oh, God. embarrassment. Oh shoot! I oh. agree. I'm not into it. Uh, the other one we should go watch. <laughs> should we go watch Jackass Forever? Sure. Now that would be. Fun. I don't think so. I watched Jackass and I laughed a lot, but it made me hurt watching it. Like when they were doing paper cuts. I just couldn't. I, I thought about that for so long. I, I don't want to feel that kind of pain. I want you guys to go proof it for me and tell me what to fast forward I, for. You know what? I, I, I uh, thought this out uh, thoroughly now, and no, nah, I don't want to see that. Fine, I'll thank do you. It for you. All right, thank you. You just bailed on Jackass? Yeah. I didn't see the second. Is this the third or fourth? I remember seeing the first this one and thinking it was the funniest thing I ever saw. I, you know, I also have a low threshold of that, too. I'm just like, oh, no. Especially when they dress up like as old people in disguises <laughs> and get on skateboard. I'm just like, no. By the way, 93 minutes, that finding Sandler. We got to go, guys. We got to go. All right. When we come back, we've got a, uh, a fun little story about an Adele-Chris Stapleton uh, duet. Did we ever hear this? No. Am I forgetting that this song existed? Oh, yes, you are. I, w- I need to know what this is so I can hear it. But there was a cool little what behind-the-scenes Adele story, what she did for Chris Stapleton's, one of his kids. We'll tell you about it when we return. The Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster is hanging with us, too. Clomp, clomp, everybody. Everybody. Okay, so did I? I used that as my first word in Wordle. Yesterday, clomp. You know, I have a go-to that I use. Oh, I change it every day. Oh, really? You're smart, but I feel like you know how people always play the same lottery numbers, and then one day when it hits, it's like because I played my numbers. About is the word that I use. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. It gives you three vowels. It gives you a T. And it gives you a B. Yeah. I like about. Um, I will say yesterday it was a very low moment before I get to the Stapleton Adele story. I did not solve Wordle yesterday for the first time in my life, and it sucked. Oh, that's that does suck. I got yesterday's. Okay, Rocco. But I've I've only messed up once, and it was like on a Saturday morning, and I'll never forget it. Mm. <laughs> See, I'm t- I'm stumped today too. I haven't. Done I'm like this. four guesses in, and I am not doing well. Not doing well at all. Well, I'm two guesses in, and I've got three letters in the right place. Oh, Lord. Oh, but it's going to be one of those situations where I guess five times. <laughs> you just yeah. change the first letter or the last letter. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so I read this headline this morning, and then I had multiple things where I thought, is this already a thing? Was this the thing? This should totally be a thing. So I was talking about Chris Stapleton scoring big-time dad points mm-hmm. on the day that Adele called and asked him to collaborate on the remake of Easy On Me. And then, in my head, I've always said about Chris Stapleton, he's great in duets. No one should ever duet with him because once you hear him in the duet, right. you just think, okay, more of him, less of that. Right. And then when I read this, I thought, well, wait, Adele, Adele, certainly you would not say that about 
Adele. So I couldn't figure out, like, did I miss this? Did this already happen? What happened was Adele said she called, hey, I want to do this. I want to do this collaboration with you, Chris, okay? And then he said, hey, can I stick you on the phone with my daughter, who was an Adele fan? And he said, I, I got dad points from doing this. And the cool part is that it could have been awkward, but it wasn't because Adele, he said, is just so good at verbalizing and conversing and making people feel good that she was a wonderful conversationalist in that moment. So the daughter has this incredible moment. And now he's on a, a, a song with her. Have we heard this song? I don't know. That I don't, we don't think have we've it. listened to it, but we have talked about it. Uh, I would love to hear it. He does a little more subdued. Well, he's holding he back her. for sure. Is he, he, he does a lot of background music. Uh, he does a lot of background vocals um, prior to his, you know, him being such Blown a big up. star. Yeah, he did a lot on Luke Bryan songs. And you hear him and you go, who's singing background? I've got to know who that is. But yeah, I yeah. think he, he pulled back because... Adele. But it sounds nice, though, because she's leading the way, so you make yourself fit into that song. Exactly. But he still has the, but he didn't do a, you know, didn't fully go, but that was nice. That was sort of a nicer, subdued sound. Boy, they sound nice together, don't they? They do. I can't wait to see the Chris Stapleton impersonator sing a duet with the Adele impersonator. At a <laughs> in Vegas. Lounge in Vegas. Well, why don't they just do that in Reno? It shouldn't even be in Vegas. Right? You're so right. You know? If you missed nice. out on seeing Adele in Vegas, come see Adole in Reno. Right. Or put the Adele impersonator in the little church with Elvis, you know? Mm. The little chapel, whatever you call it. Yeah, if you want to pay extra, you can have Adole be your wedding singer. <laughs> <laughs> but that singer was good, is, too. I yeah. thought. I don't know. Well, yes, it, all is well. All right, Steve. But when compared to Adele, you know... You can't I'm, compare I'm anybody. Saying. Can I I'm ask you, um, so now what happens? Sure. Are you just set free over there in New York, or are you going to go and talk to... Yeah, so right after this, um, I've shot all my stuff with Live with Kelly and Ryan. If you're just tuning in, I'm in New York City right now. have been the last couple of days doing the show from here. And I will close up my shop here, pack my bag in this little office that I'm squatting in, and then... Uh, the team with Live with Kelly and Ryan are having a meeting down the hall. Okay. I'll go jump into that meeting, say emotional goodbyes. Okay. Uh, probably a long extended embrace with Michael Gelman, okay. my best friend. And then I'll, there's a car waiting for me at uh, 1 o'clock here. So once we get off the show, the car's waiting. I, uh, my, I, my flight is at 324 uh, New York time, so uh, 224 Minnesota time. And then I'll be home around dinner. Did, did those guys feed you? Did they have anything for you in that little room there? Yeah, look, they give me this little um, right, box. And so I had this muffin. I ate the muffin. I ate the almonds. I ate the Nature Valley bar. And then there's an orange as oh, well. lovely. So I went through a lot of it. And then I had six bottles of water. Oh, and by the way, so I'm backstage about to go out on the set with Kelly and Ryan. I said, you know what? I could use a little bit of water. And the audio guy's like, yeah, water's hard to come by around here. They just don't have much of it. Like only two cases for everybody. And I said, I'm going to tell you something. I'm squatting in some guy's office upstairs, and I have eight bottles just for this one mouth. And I could tell instantly, we became frenemies. <laughs> I had all the water. Well, try not to steal anybody's food on your uh, first-class uh, flight back to Minneapolis, okay? No guarantee. It's the cabin I was never meant to be in, and I do not act appropriately. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you could go on a no-fly list. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't want that. I love you guys. All right, we love uh, we'll you. We'll be back Travis in Minnesota City. tomorrow. Okay, Colleen and Bradley right. are coming in next. Bye. Bye.